0: Hello, this is Christina Bob, and you are listening to Thrive with Christina Bob podcast. In order for you to live a thriving life, it is essential to fully step into your power and incorporate all the aspects of your life. In this podcast, I will show you how to use your mind, reconnect with your body and your energy, and follow your soul's deepest desires. To create a thriving life, it's fully yours. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this new episode. Today we'll talk about one of my favorite topics, a topic that fascinated me since I was a child: creativity. I know that I'm not the only one fascinated about this topic, and there are even researchers who dedicated their lives. To this topic, what I want to bring to you today is my perspective as a coach that coaches women who are creative, each and one of them in their own domain and in their own lives. First of all, I would like to mention that I'm using creativity in the sense of personal creativity as opposed to cultural creativity. This distinction was made by the researcher and psychologist mihai Csikszentmihalyi his name is going to be in the notes of this episode. And Mihaly Mihai defines cultural creativity as a process by which a symbolic domain in the culture is changed. And that includes scientific discoveries, new songs, new ideas, new machines. And he studied um, cultural creativity and the people who are responsible for main discoveries uh, that have influenced our culture and wrote a fascinating book called Creativity. And I won't talk today about these big discoveries and about cultural creativity. I will talk about personal creativity, which is the creativity in our daily lives, because even when we don't have a major impact on a domain through our discovery, everyday creativity makes our lives more fulfilling, more enjoyable, more vibrant. This distinction is important in my view because we might have a tendency to think about creativity in terms of this cultural creativity. We think about artists and writers and researchers and inventors, etc. But we might tend to underestimate the personal creativity, which is the life force we all have inside of us. And this personal creativity, this life force is an expression of the yin energy that we have discussed in the first episode of this podcast. So first question we might have is how we access creativity, how we access this personal creativity. And I have found that in my work as a coach that the obstacles to accessing creativity are internal. They usually come from limiting beliefs like I'm not creative enough, there is nothing unusual about my creativity or everything was already said and done, I have nothing new to say or to bring to the world. And also another form of these obstacles, internal obstacles, thoughts like Actually, I don't have a grip on my creativity. I don't know when creativity will strike. And I also, I think it can let me down anytime. So it's not reliable. Creativity is not reliable. When our brains spend time in these belief systems, the attention of the brain is invested in the brain chatter. And so there is less attention to invest in the creative energy and exploring new things. The time and energy you use spinning in negative thoughts and in emotions like doubt and fear about your own creativity, this is time and energy that is not invested in exploring a new domain, exploring the world around you and exploring new ideas. And putting your attention into the exploration of a new domain and the exploration of the world around you is the prerequisite to creativity according to Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. We tend to consider children as creative. Why? I have spent a couple of years with my children at home when they were little, and I have spent literally hours and hours observing them. I have noticed three main differences in how little children approach creative energy. First of all, they do not question their own ability to be creative. They don't have limiting beliefs yet. If someone else didn't put it in their own brain, they don't have limiting beliefs when they are little. Secondly, they direct their attention towards exploring novelty. And they invest any new situation with curiosity and interest. And we saw that this is a prerequisite to creativity. I remember when my um, daughter was two years old and she spotted a bee on the street. So she immediately laid flat down on her tummy in the middle of the sidewalk to watch the bee closer and we spent a good half hour watching the bee and after that she spent the rest of her day drawing and painting bees. So that's the second thing I have observed with children. They direct their attention towards exploring anything that is new and invest any new situation with curiosity and interest. And the third they do not judge the time they spend exploring an activity or a domain of interest. They do not judge the time they spend it by the outcome they get. For example, they won't say, Oh, I wasted my day drawing bees if in the end they don't like their drawings. They do not evaluate the result of their creative work. And so, They won't look, is there any productive result or not to my work? Is there something productive out of my creativity? Or will this open a new career pathway for me? If someone else didn't put these ideas in their head, they usually don't question that. So I want to invite you to stop and examine your own beliefs regarding creativity. What do you think about creativity? What do you think about you as a creative person? How important is creativity for you? What place you give it in your life? What do you think about your own ability to create? Do you consider creativity to be a waste of time? Because when you were a little child, I bet you were exactly like my daughter. You did not question your creativity. You were inclined to spending time exploring new things. From three shadows, to on the ground, um, to mud pies and earthworms. Ask me how I know about this. You probably did that too, right? And then maybe someone said something or maybe laughed about your drawings or someone mentioned that drawing is a waste of time and you should better go and do your homework, if your drawings were not pure genius, and obviously, according to the person who offered their opinion, they are not good enough for a museum. Well, then you are wasting your time. Maybe that happened, and so that's when all these limiting thoughts about creativity started to to appear in your mind. What I want to offer is that when you clear up these internal obstacles, these limiting beliefs, creativity can erase untamed and i see that over and over again with the women i talk to and also in my own life i saw that also with my own clients and also as a mother of two little children that have very different ways of expressing their creativity so questioning your beliefs around creativity and unwinding them is essential because they are the obstacles to you accessing this life force that is in you. This life force of creativity is in every one of us. And when you unlock these obstacles, you can access your creativity and your creative energy much easier. And this will contribute to a thriving, enjoyable, vivid day-to-day life. So the first aspect of creativity was how to access it. And the second question we often ask ourselves when it comes to creativity, how to cultivate it? And I'm sure you already have found recipes, maybe on social media, on magazines, on in books, like you need to have a morning routine and wake up and write and draw and uh, do the the creative activities or do it in the evening. we tend to see that actually, what works for one person does not work for another, or not for everyone else. And we have seen why previously, yeah, in this in this uh, episode, because of the mindset we have regarding our own creative energy. And you will find these recipes, but my work as a coach is not to give you a recipe, but to help you find your own formula to creativity. And I might suggest some ingredients, but you will need to find your own formula. And in order to help you do that, I want to remind you that creativity is an expression of the yin, of the feminine energy that we all have in us, all genders. And yin energy is receptive. It's deep. It's in the being as opposed to the yang that is masculine, active and in the doing. And some of the ingredients you might want to explore so that you can create your own, very own formula to cultivating your creativity. These ingredients are linked to the other forms of the expression of the yin energy and also of the water element. We saw that the water element is the utmost expression of the yin. And these ingredients that I want to offer you are intuition, pleasure and rest. And we have talked about each each of these um, ingredients have uh, their own episode so you can go back and listen to episodes three four and five and now let's stop to find our your own combination of these three suggested ingredients first question I want to ask you what place you give to pleasure in your life How can you make more time and space for rest in your life? How can you listen to your intuition more? How can you invite intuition more often in your life so that intuition can whisper your creative ideas? Let's look into pleasure first, because pleasure and creativity are intertwined. When you are involved in creative energy, you usually feel a lot of pleasure. And making time and space for pleasure in your life be it the pleasure through the five senses or the emotional pleasure we talked about in episode four, this is the fertile ground for creativity. And it's a topic that many ancient cultures and traditions have extensively explored, and I want to encourage you to make more time and space for pleasure in your life. And in order to do that, you can go back and listen to episode four. Now, let's talk a little bit about rest. Because Mihai. Mihai says constant busyness is not a good prescription for creativity and he recommends to indulge in the luxury of reflection for its own sake. The observation I have made empirically is that when we are rested, when we are not constantly running from one task to another, constantly busy, new ideas naturally arise in our consciousness. And I'm offering you my perspective on rest in episode 5. Now intuition. Creative ideas arrive from intuitive knowings. And many people report having moments of creativity bliss when walking or showering, gardening, meditating, knitting, swimming, doing yoga, to mention just a few activities. So how can you cultivate more of these activities and listen carefully to your intuition while doing them and you can learn more about intuition in the episode three so this is your invitation to find your own formula to cultivate your creativity i want to leave you today with the last tool which is your creativity muse because artists writers and creators they often very often had a muse Some of them talk about how a voice will wake up in the middle of the night asking them to write or to paint and how when they do that, when they listen to their muse, their novel or their painting will just pour out of them. So what if you two, you could have your own creativity muse and you can spend time imagining your muse. It can literally be and have any form. It can be a person, living or historical. It can be a character from a book or a movie. Someone in the field you are exploring that is a role model for you. It can be an animal. It can be a tree, a goddess. It can be energy, like warm, light. It can be anything. And you can start developing a relationship with your creativity muse, spending time each day in the presence of this creative energy, Without any smart goals at the end of the five minutes, without expectation, just to get to know it better. Because, back to our researcher and psychologist Mihai Chiksan Mihai, to free up creative energy, we need to let go and divert some attention from the pursuit of predictable goals and use it instead to explore the world around us on its own terms. I want to leave you with this. First, examine your mindset around creativity and your limiting beliefs, if you have them. Second, create your own combination of Yin energy elements of intuition, pleasure and rest. Third, cultivate a relationship with your own creativity muse. And four, explore the world on its own terms, just like a little child. This is my invitation for you this week. And next week, we'll talk about the last topic of our series on the water element, flow. Thank you so much for joining me today. Follow this podcast so that you can receive this weekly gift in your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is to open your favorite app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify app on your phone, search for Thrive with Christina Bob, click on the show and you will see a little plus sign or a follow button on the upper right corner. Click on it and it's done. And the best way to support this podcast is to leave a review on your favorite platform. If this podcast was useful for you, share it with friends and family so that they can benefit from it too. Thank you. I'll be back next week.